Hey, John Lund here for my good friends at Modesto Toyota. Did you know for over 54 years, people have been driving from all over Northern California to Modesto Toyota? Why? Because of the great deals and a huge selection to choose from. Over 13 acres of new and used vehicles. And it's no secret the Modesto Toyota has a large selection of certified used Toyotas as well. The best new cars make the best certified used cars. Certified pre-owned Toyotas have a seven-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty and one-year roadside assistance. Modesto Toyota always has a tremendous selection of trucks, cars, and SUVs, all at great low prices. So... Whether you're looking for a new or certified pre-owned Toyota, my good friends at Modesto Toyota, Kevin and the whole crew, they have the one to fit your needs and your budget. It's absolutely worth the drive to Modesto Toyota. Go to ModestoToyota.com. Check them out online, ModestoToyota.com. Thank you for uh, joining us. Big day for the Giants. The uh, draft is today. Only five rounds, so we'll get into that conversation where baseball is at. But we have to start with Alex Pavlovich, and uh, please make sure that you're following Alex. At Pavlovich MBCS does a great job covering the Giants. Um, I'm a big fan of the soft ballpark pretzel, although it is not keto friendly. But dipping it in mustard or some cheese sauce or something is amazing. And everybody who talks about popcorn peanuts, they very rarely mention the the soft pretzel. But you actually made a, you, you made homemade soft pretzels. That sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a disaster. We've been doing. Um, we call it field to table and, and me and Kelly Johnson and Anthony Garcia, who, who does a lot of uh, Giants fan stuff for us, have been making ballpark food. And, and we did uh, garlic fries, which went pretty well. We did crab sandwiches, which were surprisingly easy. And then we tried pretzels. And I think we were all riding high and me and Anthony just completely tanked. Uh, it's pretty easy to make the dough and get through all that. But actually getting the pretzel shape is, is really, really hard. I'm looking at them. They don't look that bad. I gotta be. I, I got. Maybe they did some no, photoshopping. They, they, they don't look bad. They might have. I, they tasted really good. I think I put my best ones out there. Um, but I, I tried to make like six, and I ended up with like two that looked pretzel shaped. Uh, the bread was really good. I used it later on to make little rolls and all that. But it it is hard. That the thing you see, you know, when you see the little rack there with like 50 pretzels and they all look the same. I don't know how they do that. It, it's really hard to do that fold. Yeah, it is the new normal we're living in. Alex uh, Eats has become Alex Cooks. So, um, all right, so today is just the first round of the draft. It's a five-round draft. Uh, It's going to be on TV today, MLB Network and ESPN today at 4 o'clock, and tomorrow MLB Network again the ESPN2. You've got the competitive balance uh, round A picks, 30 through 37. So 37 players will uh, be drafted. The Giants have the 13th overall pick. You got a story up on a lot of the My Teams app right now. MLB Draft 2020. Everything you need to know as Giants prepare to pick 13th. Like you say at the end, I'm tired of reading. Uh, it just goes on and on and on. So why, why don't you just tell me everything we need to know about the 2020 draft, Alex? Go. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, it went from 40 rounds to five, which was part of that March agreement between the players and. And uh, MLB, and uh, you know, they're trying to save some money. I, I personally think it's just extremely short-sighted, and uh, you're cutting out a lot of of good players. And, I mean, you look at this current Giants team, Stephen Duggar was a six-round pick. Austin Slater was eighth round. Uh, Tyler Rogers was 11th. You know, uh, you can go through history. Brian Wilson was 24th round. Sergio Romo, 28th. Matt Duffy, 18th round. So it's like they're cutting out all of these players, um, even though they don't have a season this year. These are guys who would be there two, three years from now. So – that's the first thing you need to know, I think. And then from a Giants perspective, uh, 
this isn't like the other drafts where it's pretty easy to, to kind of zero in on two or three guys. Um, there has been a lot of talk about Tyler Soderstrom, who's a local kid. He's a catcher. He might move to third base. But I, I think the biggest thing from a Giants perspective is just the fact that because of Bumgarner and because of Will Smith, uh, they have two extra picks, and they have four picks in the first 68 selections. They're, they're going to have a big day tomorrow, um, and, and they have seven picks. And nobody has more. So if you're a team that's trying to reload and reload quickly, um, it, it's going to be a short draft, but it's a draft where there's, there's going to be a lot of talent added over, over five rounds, and I think this is just a, a huge opportunity for them. And, and potentially, if they get back to where they were earlier in the decade, this could be a day we look back on where they added, you know, or, or a week where we look back on where they added um, four kids in the first 68 picks who should be pretty good prospects. Alex Pavlovich, NBC Sports Bay Area, covers the Giants, is joining us. Major League Baseball draft is tonight. <clears throat> I just want to piggyback off that because I was watching Farhan last night. They had a bunch of GMs on MLB Network in the boxes, and they were asking him different questions. Obviously, you know, college and high school, they didn't have seasons, all the different things, you know, the challenges that they have, and they cut it down to five rounds. But one of the things that he was mentioning, as you said, where it could be a turnaround is, so after the five rounds are over, uh, you can't get outbid because you can only give up to $20,000 to a kid. Yeah. But I wonder if kids will want to stay local. Maybe West Coast kids will want to stay where where they're where they're a little bit more familiar because it's not like the other sports where you might look at a team as a free agent and say, well, geez, they don't have enough, you know, guards. I could I could go there and start right away. It's going into a system, maybe trying to stay close to home. Obviously California, Northern California, we have a lot of good baseball players here. How how do you expect that to go after the five rounds? Yeah, I know that's the focus for them and, and you know it for people who don't know, it, you can sign for up to $20,000 if you don't get drafted in those five rounds, which is, by comparison, I mean, last year a 10th-round pick was getting about 145000 So it, it is a huge hit, and I, I think I, I've talked to some players who were drafted, you know, in that range, 6th round, 10th uh, round, 15th round, and I, I think most of them would have gone back to school, and, and that is the consensus. But there are going to be guys out there who certainly look at next year and, and say next year's draft is going to be loaded because it's two draft classes essentially. Um, and a lot of these high school kids are going to go to college and junior colleges. So I, I think there are going to be guys who are willing to sign. And for me, the giants are, are set up better than just about anybody. First and foremost, what you mentioned, I mean, California has a lot of good players and they should have an advantage there. I, I know there are some Northern California players that, that they've been keeping an eye on thinking that they might be available um, is undrafted free agents. And then I, I think if you're a player, you look at it and they've put a real emphasis on development. And that goes to the big league staff. I mean, Gabe Tapler has a development-focused staff, and that's what they're doing throughout their system. They're going to have a new facility go up in Scottsdale next year for minor leaguers. They are the Giants. I mean, they, they do carry some cachet there. I mean, they won three titles when most of these kids were, were growing up. So I, I think they're in a really nice spot um, for those undrafted players. But it, w nobody really knows, I don't, I don't think, what players are going to do because all, all these guys are obviously hoping to get drafted um, amongst those 160 picks. And then it's going to be a tough decision because it really is about 10% of the money that they maybe were expecting. Uh, so I, I think a lot of guys might go back to school. Yeah, today is uh, day one or round one, if you will, of D-Day, and then tomorrow round uh, two through five. So uh, speaking of D-Day, uh, there's been a counter from the players today. Uh, they've come down from 114 game that they proposed back on June the 3rd, and today it's 89 games. The owners are at 48 or 76, depending on uh, if we have a postseason. So 
What do you think? Are we going to have a Major League Baseball season in any form, Pavs? And if we do, how many regular season games will be played? I think we will. I mean, you know, everybody I continue to talk to, I haven't found a single person yet who thinks there won't be a season on on either side. So um, I think they will. I I think right now, you know, at the very least, um, Commissioner Manfred can say we're going to play 50 games or 52, 54 whatever they decide in that 50 game range. And that is part of the March agreement. I mean, they can do that and do it at the salary levels that players want, although they're going to make much less money because it's a very short season. But I think that's like the worst case scenario. Um, I hope they can find a way to, to bridge this gap a little bit. And, you know, every day that ticks by, that's a day potentially in a month where we're missing games. So you, that's why the players come down from 114. I think the owners are pretty set on ending this in September. They do want, to have a usual postseason like they have in October. Obviously, that's built into the TV schedules, um, which is a big part of this. You see that mentioned a little bit. That's a huge part of this. That TV money is big, and and the networks aren't going to want to move things around too much. Um, And then, obviously, there's a little bit of concern about a second wave in the fall. So, you know, for me, it's just kind of a – it's just a bit of how much urgency they have right now. I mean, if they can figure it out this week, I think – you can still play 80-something games. If they wait another two weeks, you're probably looking at 60-something if they can come to an agreement. And then the, the closer you get to that 50 number, um, it doesn't really make sense to come to an agreement. You might as well just have the commissioner decide how many games they're going to play, and, and uh, you know they can agree that they disagreed on everything else. Alex Pavlos, Jonas, uh, obviously we're talking about the the players came back with an 89-game proposal. Um, you know, the more I look at this thing, and they're kind of inching back and forth, the more I look at this thing, I think, okay, well, the owners clearly just want to play as short a season as they possibly can, and then they want the money for the playoffs because they get paid, and they don't have to pay the players. The players obviously want more games because, obviously, they're getting paid on the pro-rated basis, and they don't want to come off the 100%. It just it looks to me like Rob Manfred's going to step in, and, and we're going to play 50 games, and I don't consider that a real season. No, I don't either. I mean, I, I pointed out yesterday on Twitter, the Giants called up Mike Yastrzemski before their 51st game last year. So, you know, it gives you a, an idea of how short 50 games is. I mean, that's the guy who tied for the team lead in homers. He led them in war. Um, he is a, a big part of what they're doing going forward now. And if it's a 50-game season, guys like that don't get called up. I mean, you usually don't see your best prospects get called up until about the 40-50 game mark. So a 50-game season is, is not much. I mean, I, I don't know. I think we've talked before about maybe they do a tournament or something like that. Like, I feel like you might as well do that if you're going to do 50 games because I, I don't know what that looks like. Um, and, and to me, that that's just not a great solution. And I, I think especially if it comes down from the commissioner, you have players who are upset. You have plan, You have fans who are, are already upset um, and are going to be more upset if, you know, it seems like one guy is making the decision on this. So, I think that's a really bad solution. I, I hope they don't ultimately end up there, but it is ultimately what can get us some sort of a baseball season. So so we're, we're debating how many regular season games they can agree on. And then the other component of this Major League Baseball Players Association proposal today, Pabs, is they're going to increase the playoff field to 16 teams, which would be eight in each league, which would be more of the NBA, NHL, model where 16 of 30 would make it do you see that many teams ultimately going and then if that's the case do the giants have a chance to play in october 
Yeah, you know, it, it seems like that's one thing they almost agree on, at least for this year and, and potentially for the next two years until there's a new CBA is, is uh, having an expanded playoff field. And I, I don't know that I've read yet from either side why they're so gung-ho about that, aside from just money, which I guess is always the solution and the answer. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it certainly would be different. And I, I think if, if you're – it puts the Giants in a really interesting interesting spot because I, I think they understood that this was another year to take a step back and mix Joey Bart and mix Elliot Ramos in at some point. Um, you know, keep doing what they were doing last year, taking taking flyers on kids and, and seeing if you can find the next Yastrzemski, see if you can trade Gossman and Smiley for the next Dubon. But if it's a 50-game season, I mean, you get off to a good start. And, and we saw what they did in July last year. Any team can win. 10 of 12 or have a good month. If you have a good three weeks, you're right there in the playoff chase and there's an extra spot. So I think a 50 game season, they're absolutely in a playoff race. And, you know, it is also a veteran team. A lot of these guys um, break down over 162 games. And we've seen that from some of their guys. Brandon Belt always deals with injuries late in the year. I think you've seen Brandon Crawford's numbers tail off late in some of these seasons, but if it's a 50 game sprint, they're, they're set up pretty well. They're still not, anywhere close to being a favorite, but uh, they're much better set up than they would have been. Absolutely. Pabs, as always, thanks, man. We appreciate it. I, I liked the pretzels. I thought they looked good, but uh, keep it going on they the food. That's good. always cool. <laughs> always like it. Thanks for the insight, Thank man. You. We will. Yeah, you got it. All right, guys. Take it easy. Hey, John Lund here from my good friends at Modesto Toyota. Did you know for over 54 years, people have been driving from all over Northern California to Modesto Toyota. Why? Because of the great deals and a huge selection to choose from. Over 13 acres of new and used vehicles. And it's no secret the Modesto Toyota has a large selection of certified used Toyotas as well. The best new cars make the best certified used cars. Certified pre-owned Toyotas have a 7-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty and 1-year roadside assistance. Modesto Toyota always has a tremendous selection of trucks, cars, and SUVs, all at great low prices. So... Whether you're looking for a new or certified pre-owned Toyota, my good friends at Modesto Toyota, Kevin and the whole crew, they have the one to fit your needs and your budget. It's absolutely worth the drive to Modesto Toyota. Go to ModestoToyota.com. Check them out online, ModestoToyota.com.